the best day. It's Monday, everybody. We are here to pass NCLEX. The fastest way for you to learn the stuff you need to know for NCLEX is definitely by hearing it and seeing it and gathering around people who you really love and, and that's on the same journey as you. So today we are going to talk about Lyme disease. If it's your first time joining me, hi there. My name is Regina MSNRN and I am the leader of the Remar Nurse community, the Remar Nurse community. And I'm so glad you're following me. You stopped by for class today. It's going to be a good one. Now, this is the season of new things. This is the season of um, excitement here in the Remar community. So you are, you are a part of it at the right time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Listen, y'all know what time it is. It's Black Friday time. It's Black Friday time. So Black Friday, we try to do things that are above and beyond, literally. And so we're actually starting our Black Friday um, Quick Facts. Quick Facts is going to be the feature for Black Friday, guys. So I believe that every nurse and student needs this book. So if you don't have this book and you want to know about Black Friday, all right, and the NCLEX sale, you can start learning about our Black Friday uh, events that are coming up by going to remarnurse.com and joining the RSVP list, okay? <laughs> RSVP list. And um, so basically 10 for 10, 10 for 10, that's early Black Friday. And you might be thinking, oh my goodness, right, right, right. Oh my goodness, what does that mean? That means on this this November 10th, we will be doing quick facts for $10. Isn't that crazy for $10? So um, check it out, set your alarms if you don't have it. Quick facts, $10, early Black Friday, price is happening. Uh, and I'm super excited about it. 10th for $10. And again, this is just um, some of the things that we're going to be doing this holiday season for you guys, just to make sure that as um, you are approaching graduation, as you are approaching your NCLEX date, you have what you need to prepare for this exam. You have, you have what you need to prepare for this exam. So we are, guys, doing Lyme disease today. Uh, let, me, let me just show this. Some people are asking. So again, Friday, November 10th, which is this Friday, um, this is a one-day sale only, and it's limited to one quick facts per student, one quick facts per student. So if you know somebody that needs this book, or if you're going to be getting it, this is the time. You better act on it fast, guys. You better act on it fast. I love the um, testimonials that are coming in already. My goodness. Indeed, you are the best teacher in the planet. I love that, in the planet. I passed on the third attempt after using your program last Thursday. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you guys so much for coming on here and just giving your testimonials. What a great way to start our Monday. What a great way to start our Monday um, talking about what we have coming up for you guys. Nurse Andreas, did I say that? Uh, Nurse Regina, I did it. I passed. Thank you so much for everything that you are slash stand for. I passed with the minimum. Isn't that good? I passed with 85 questions. It was my fourth try but my first time with Remar. Oh, it was my fourth try, but my first time with Remar for the new NCLEX. Is there anybody else? Is there anybody else? Listen, guys, this is what, this is what it's all about. It's about coming here and being able to congratulate 
your fellow Remar nurses. Now we are we are talking about Lyme disease, so please get out your books and turn to page. What page is it on? Lyme disease. Lyme disease. We are going to go to page seventy-two. All right, 72. Hey, I got another testimonial. It says this. Um, finally, I'm a Remar nurse. My journey started since 2011 after six tries with three different states to get my license. Wow. Now I'm a USRN. Everyone around me that know my story is so happy. Thank you, Regina. Oh, amazing, amazing nurse jail. I like that. So international nurse. Uh, who got your license after six tries. After six tries, guys, I don't know what excuses you have, but if you have not tested six times, then that's your testimonial for today. Um, please email me. If you, have, if you have a question about your specific account, uh, email me. Okay, so congratulations, Nurse Jail. Is there anybody else? If not, we are going to talk about Lyme disease, okay? It's Monday, it's Monday. Hey, Regina, I passed my PN test on 1024. I stopped on 85 questions after 10 years. After 10 years, um, thank you. Thank you. You're the best. Praise the Lord. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Okay. So this is amazing. This is good. God, God is amazing. You guys are amazing. And this is Monday. So Let's go to Lyme disease. Now, Lyme disease is really a, a subject that you have to know just the very, the very basics of. Don't get into the different, um, don't get into the different types of. Never, let me just do that. Let me just do our basic, our, our basic one. Because if I go too much, if I go into it too much, then it will, it won't be a review. So, did you guys notice this? Have you seen this? You guys like, I, I'm, I'm using a different book. This is new. This is new. New nursing fantasticness. I don't even have a name for this, but listen to me. Listen to me. I get questions all the time about how do you prepare for med surge? I'm in nursing school. I need help. And what would I always tell to you guys? I would say, Nursing school is is very um, nursing school is very tough because each nursing professor has their own concept of what med surge is, and so it's very difficult to prepare for med surge. But now, I have the solution to med surge and pharmacology, and I called it Quick Facts for nursing school. I told you guys, I called you guys. This is a new product alert, and you are getting the first first look at it here online. I told you guys, follow me, never lose me because we were going to be doing some amazing things. So quick facts for nursing school. Um, it is for every person who wants to go to nursing school because this solves the problem of what do I need to know for med surge and pharmacology. There's never been a book like this before, a med surge book and a pharmacology book. And look how big it is. And look at this just just the facts about it. And so like, <laughs> I'm just really happy to be able to introduce this product because what I see for MedSurge books now is a lot of great colorful pictures. And I think great colorful pictures are great if you show a student 
a picture of the body, but if you cannot articulate what they're looking at as far as med surge goes or why it's important, then the point is lost, okay? And so this is gonna be a Black Friday premiere for us. Uh, and I'm really happy to be able to show it to you guys today. Okay, so enough of that, but follow me so that you guys can hear more about Quick Facts for Nursing School. It's the bomb. It really is the bomb. Uh, we're getting into Lyme disease. First thing I want to ask you guys about Lyme disease, about Lyme disease. So with Lyme disease, let's, let's focus in on this. Let's focus in on this. And I promise you, I promise guys, I will get back to uh, quick facts for nursing school because I see you guys have so many questions about it. I will get back to talking about quick facts for nursing school and who, who needs it, what's inside of it, why is it all so good. But can we do Lyme disease, please? Can we do it? So Lyme disease on quick facts, in quick facts for NCLEX is page 51, 51, all right? Um, but let's talk about Lyme disease. Um, so what is the parasite? We are looking at the parasite. If a patient comes in and they say, I have these certain symptoms and NCLEX says, you're thinking that it is Lyme disease. We know that people, humans, pets too, because pets can get this, your dog can get it, um, have gotten it from what parasite? It is the tick, right? It's the tick. So when we talk about this condition, it's very serious. Number one, because it does come from a parasite, but I also asked you this, do we know, is it a virus or is it a bacteria? Is it a virus or is it a bacteria? What do you guys think for it? Because I, I never see that really being discussed. I always see people talking about Lyme disease and yes, it comes from ticks, but what makes it so severe? What makes it so severe is that this is a, yes, it's a bacterial infection. It's a bacterial infection. And with this particular bacteria that causes Lyme disease, it has the ability to produce its own defense mechanisms. So when this bacteria gets introduced into the bloodstream, it is prepared to fight your immune system. Okay, it is prepared to fight your immune system and break down your actual own, like, you know, your own neutrophils. It's, it's so amazing how this bacteria is um, so aggressive. And so um, this is why it is on NCLEX, because the treatment is pretty extensive for Lyme disease. Okay, now you may be thinking, is Lyme disease something that happens very quickly or is Lyme disease something that happens over time? So I asked the question, if you knew, how long after being bitten by a tick does Lyme disease occur? How long does being bitten by a tick does Lyme disease, okay, okay, <laughs> occur? Do you know? Ooh, somebody says slowly, four to six weeks. Good, good, good thinking. Okay, so... Actually, the, um, the tick bite has to have been, and I think I have it here for you guys, um, at least 36 hours, okay? At least 36 hours. Now, Lyme disease does come in stages. There are three stages. So four to six weeks may be looking more at, um, you know, stage two of Lyme disease. But if a person comes in and says, I'm having, you know, Lyme disease 
characteristics or symptoms, we know that they must have been bitten at least 36 hours ago, okay? Because again, the thing that makes Lyme disease so, um, so aggressive, so virulent, is that the bacteria, it, it uh, develops and, and, and what's the word I'm looking for? The bacteria develops the ability to be able to fight off the host's immune system. And so that may look different for a cat or a dog or a human, okay? So it takes time for that, uh, that, that parasite to do that. Make sense? Okay, so we have done a quick review. Let's go into it a little bit more. Lyme disease, it is an infectious condition that is caused by Borrelia burgdorferi, And in some cases, Borrelia mainoni bacteria, okay? Yes, and hit that like button so that we can unlock our bonus question. These infective substances, what they do is they suppress the formation of the host neutrophil function. So if we talk about the immune system, we're gonna be specifically looking at this bacteria saying no to neutrophil function. And so if it is suppressing the immune system, what it's doing is making sure that it has a safe environment to live in and spread throughout the body. Typically the deer tick, also known as the black-legged tick, bites and adheres to the skin for 36 to 48 hours. 36 to 48 hours. Mm. And so um, in North America, which is what the NCLEX will be um, specifically focused in on, the bacteria that are primarily carried by the, the deer tick or the black-legged tick, those are going to be the, the offenders of this condition. Uh, before I get into this, I want to say that where are these ticks typically living? For Lyme disease, the ticks typically like conditions that are um, wet and warm. So humid areas where the temperature is pretty consistent, though in the wooded areas, in marshes, in swamps, these are where ticks hang out. These are where our animals come in contact with them and people when they're bitten, they're, they're passing through tall grasses in these areas. Now, let's talk about the stages. There are three stages of Lyme disease. And what I want you to kind of know is where the symptoms will appear and what they will look like. So stage one is considered the localized the localized stage, meaning if a person is bitten by a tick, you're going to see it in one specific area where they are bitten. And so you're gonna see this within three to 30 days after a tick bite. And the, the, the main thing that you're gonna see is the characteristic rash. What kind of rash is it? How do we articulate the rash from Lyme's disease? What do we call that rash, okay? There is a very common manifestation where you know that this is Lyme disease for NCLEX. Yes, Rick says it, a bull's eye rash. And what happens is the rash starts off as like a small circle and then it grows out. So it like pulls out as the, yes, as the stage progresses. 
Other things that your patient may say is that they, they don't feel well. They have a rash, they feel lethargic, they have body aches, um, they have joint stiffness, muscle pain, swollen lymph nodes, swollen lymph nodes. These are characteristics of the Lyme disease stage one. Shout out to KS Johnson 90340 says, hello, Remar team. She stopped in to, uh, to say, I passed my NCLEX on October 24th with Remar. This was my second attempt. So repeat test takers are having success. And I love this after studying with your program on the first attempt. And so this is beautiful. Thank you, Professor Regina, for everything. And so again, like I say, the fastest way to learn something is showing up to a class and hearing it being presented. Stage two, the stage two of Lyme disease looks like early dissemination. So stage two is frequently more severe and widespread, meaning it leaves just the one area and it can worsen if left untreated. Symptoms usually appear three to 10 weeks following a tick bite. And so with stage one, you're going to have all of stage one, okay, plus stage two is going to add more, stage two is going to add more and more symptoms, all right? And so what you're going to have is now you, instead of having one rash on the body, you're going to have many rashes on the body. You're going to have neck pain and neck, neck stiffness as well. So think about that. If a patient comes in, guys, if a patient comes in and they have muscle aches, they're having rashes all over their body, and they're now saying that they have neck stiffness or nuchal rigidity, what are we going to be checking that patient for? What are we going to be worried about with that patient? Come on, give it to me. If a patient comes in, they're having body aches, they have rashes on their body, they're saying that their neck is stiff, nuchal rigidity. Anytime for NCLEX you see nuchal rigidity, you are going to be looking for what, what first person that puts it up there, I'm going to post it. Yes, meningitis. So an irritation of the meninges can come from Lyme disease, Lyme disease. Excellent, excellent job. So our patient, yes, now they're going to have neck pain, neck stiffness. They're going to have muscle weakness on one or both sides. Lyme disease is no joke. Now, how about this? Patients can also have painful swelling in the tissues of the eye or eyelid, as well as cardiac issues. So is this just a little small condition? No, this condition can be debilitating, debilitating for our patients. This is stage two. So we're adding more symptoms with each stage. Let's go to stage three. Stage three is considered late. This is considered late disseminated disease. So stage three symptoms typically appear two to 12 months after the tick bite. And so what you're going to see is arthritis. And so this is a setting in where in the United States, the most frequent condition after this period is large joint pain, particularly in the knees, particularly in the knees. So your patient's gonna have pain, edema, stiffness. And the thing about it is they happen over a long time and the symptoms may come and go. So they have like flares, okay? Acrodermatitis, 
Chronic atrophicans is a skin discoloration and swelling that occur on the back of the hands and the top of the feet for patients with stage three. Okay, are we all together now about the three stages of Lyme disease and what makes this condition, what makes this condition so, so serious? Now, when we are evaluating or assessing a client for Lyme disease, the nurse should evaluate the following factors. These are the things we wanna know, the signs and symptoms of Lyme disease, the possibility that the client has been exposed to the black-legged tick, other conditions that could have similar symptoms. You know, Are we dealing with something that may be similar to Lyme disease? Are we dealing with uh, a rheumatoid arthritis? Are we dealing with just meningitis? What have been the exposure uh, places for this patient? And then the results of the laboratory tests when indicated. And so you guys will be familiar with the lab tests to check for Lyme disease. Now look at these lab tests. Everybody should be familiar with these lab tests because of what other condition. So this is what it says. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention advises using two stages for antibody testing for the microorganisms that cause Lyme disease. The first test is ELISA. The second one is Western Immunoblock. So where do we know these two tests? The first test, the first most common test is the enzyme-linked immunosorbent assay to look for antibodies against Borrelia burgdorferi. And the second test is Western immunoblot to confirm the result. Now, let me just read this. If the first test result is a negative result, either Lyme disease is not the diagnosis or the body has not produced detectable Lyme antibodies. So a follow-up test a few weeks later may be required. So yes, we know ELISA, we know Western blot because these tests are looking for what? in the blood. These tests are looking for antibodies to the specific condition. So we see them when we're looking for HIV. We're looking for the HIV antibodies. We can also use this test when we are looking for the, um, the, the, the antibodies against Lyme disease. And that's how they work. And this is why at the end of the day, studying the content is where you make progress when it comes to a large exam like the NCLEX. Because if you understand the principles of HIV testing, just swoop that over to Lyme disease and it won't be as difficult. But if you've never heard of this, then it's gonna be something new that you're gonna have to write down, okay? So how do we treat this? How do we treat Lyme disease? We are going to give antibiotics and let me ask you this question. This is a safety question. Why are we giving antibiotics for Lyme disease? What qualifies Lyme disease to be given antibiotic treatment? It's a simple question, but then it might be difficult if you don't have the connection of the two. What is it about antibiotics and Lyme disease that go together? Yes, yes, my nurses, y'all are on it. It's Monday, but you guys are on it and you have this connection because 
Lyme disease is produced by a bacteria and we treat bacteria with antibiotics. Ah, good job. We would never treat a what with antibiotics. What don't we give antibiotics for? What kind of infections? Give it to me. Safety first. What it means to be a remart nurse is that you have the knowledge to keep other people safe in a healthcare setting. Ooh, yes. We would never give antibiotics for a viral infection. Woo-woo! <laughs> I am happy today. We are on the learning train and we are doing a great job. You got this, guys. Okay, so because this is a bacterial infection, we're giving antibiotic pills and we are going to give them as soon as we can. So early Lyme disease, we're going to give, if a, if a patient is diagnosed in stage one, that's great. We're giving antibiotics for 10 to 14 days, okay? And it is the, the doctor's choice of which antibiotics they want to use, you know, Common antibiotics, and you guys should know this, are going to be doxycycline, amoxicillin, cefiroxine, okay, or ceftriaxone, they can give that one too, and azithromycin. Uh-huh. Now, what is my expectation when it comes to you knowing your antibiotics? My expectation is that you absolutely know them. You have to know the difference between doxycycline and amoxicillin, okay? So that means you got to know the class of medication, you got to know the, um, the indications for it, okay? You got to know when to give it and when not to give it. And when you give it to the patient, what are the side effects, okay? If you are weak in pharmacology for NCLEX, set an alarm for 10 for 10, okay? Set an alarm November 10th. Get that quick fax for $10 because in the back of it is pharmacology and it will go over these antibiotics. These are considered antibiotics. So all of these medications can be given for bacterial infections, but you got to know why. Okay. Um, so the later stages of Lyme disease are frequently treated with the same uh, tablet antibiotic for up to a month. So that would be not giving an IV antibiotic for this, but giving an oral antibiotic. Make sense? Uh, IV antibiotics. So IV antibiotics are also going to be important. IV antibiotics may be used for more serious conditions, especially with the following signs. Um, so persistent arthritis, called Lyme arthritis, Neurological disease, neurological Lyme disease, um, and for neurological Lyme disease, when a patient has Lyme disease, they will have the CNS stimulation, so the central nervous system stimulation, and that's where meningitis comes in, right, because it irritates the spinal column, so the meninges, right? Um, they can also have neuritis as well, neuritis as well. Heart disease. Lyme disease causes, does anybody know how it affects the heart, what it does to the heart? It's very interesting because this bacteria is an invader and it is a disruptor. So if this bacteria is a disruptor to the cardiac cycle, what type of issues will occur? Mm -hmm. Just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. If something is disrupting the cardiac cycle, 
what what type of issues will it cause? Mm, endocarditis. Think about more the, the actual cardiac rhythm, the cycle. So how the heart beats when I say that. Oh, you guys are so good. I got the brains going. <laughs> yeah, the brains going. Definitely an arrhythmia. Okay. Definitely an arrhythmia. What it's going to do if it disrupts or it stops, it's going to create heart blocks. So first degree, second degree, third degree. If you guys are in V2, if you're in the courses, my lectures, I go over the difference between first degree, second degree, third degree. I think you should know that. I think you should know that before your exam. So with Lyme disease, you're going to have cardiac issues that manifest as heart blocks. Because remember, when you have a heart block, it's not tachycardia. It's not your, your heart rate beating faster. It's your heart rate stopping or disrupting. And so that's what Lyme disease does. You get that? Yeah, you get that? Cool. So that's what we're going to see. This type of symptom will cause IV antibiotics to be recommended over the pills. Great content today, guys. Um, antibiotic uses, usage in prevention. Some patients may uh, prescribe an antibiotic as a preventative measure. We know this is called prophylactic, prophylaxis or prophylactic antibiotic. So if any of the, the situations have occurred, um, is this number one, uh, the biting tick is a deer tick. So a person has been bitten and they know it right away because it hurts and they're like, I got this thing on my leg and it just happened today. We can just start them on antibiotics. Okay. Uh, if they're living in or have recently visited a Lyme disease infested area, Lyme disease can happen in North America. It can happen in Europe. It can happen. And so also if the tick was attached to the skin for at least 36 hours, hours, we need to give the, um, the, the patient a prophylaxis antibiotic. The only proven treatment for Lyme disease is antibiotics. Other therapies have, have yet to be tested or have not been proven effective. And this is because some patients want to do a natural alternative or a complementary um, situation for this, but because this bacterial infection is so aggressive, we really want to teach our patients that even if they're, you know, like they don't like medications, taking medications, because some people are like that. Some patients do not want to take a prescription. They do not want to take a prescription and they want to try herbal therapies. Are, are you like that? Are some of you guys like that? Um, you, you want to avoid medication if possible. Well, it's important for us to teach our patient in this situation that they 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 might want to give it a try. They might want to give it a try. Okay. So complications of a stage one, two, or three, okay, Lyme disease. So they, patients can normally improve over time if they're getting treatment or if they don't, they can develop serious and life-threatening complications. And these are just some of the complications, you know, we've been mentioning. PTLDS, post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome. And so clients with Lyme disease, they may have a lot of pain. I saw some people say they know people with Lyme disease. I know, um, I know somebody with Lyme disease. And indeed, they have periods where they are exhausted and they have to take time off of work. They have pain. They have difficulty thinking. There is like a cloudiness in their mind. 
and um, and then you know for up to six months, even after they complete therapy. Patients who've had Lyme disease may have arthritis. We talked about this large joint effusion and swelling are the most frequent complications of untreated Lyme disease. Peripheral nerve damage, so numbness, tingling, or burning sensations in the hands or the feet, and it can spread to the limbs over time. And then early neural borallosis. And so this is caused specifically by that bacteria. And it is caused by, um, it's characterized by cranial neuritis, lymphocytic meningitis, radiculopathy, okay? And mononeuritis multiplex four to six weeks after a tick bite. So definitely uh, this is a condition again that is on the NCLEX because it can create a life-threatening situation for your patients and long-term therapy is needed. Long-term therapy is needed. Um, when, it, when it comes to removing a tick, you have to be careful that you just, um, they say that you don't just use, I don't think you just use scissors because if you partially get the tick out, it can still be transmitting that bacteria into your bloodstream because the tick has like little fangs that hook onto the skin. And so you just, if you just cut the body off, but you don't get the head out with the teeth in it, then I'm sure they're not teeth. I'm sure they're not teeth. Don't quote me on that. But the, the things in the skin, you have to remove it. So I do think that tweezers are better than scissors to remove a tick, but I'm not an expert. So if y'all have an, um, so if y'all have the notes on that, please share them, okay? <laughs> I, will, I will read them. How do we get the tick out? Because I've actually seen people who even say you put fire to it. And if you put heat on the uh, the tick, that it will like release itself. So put the notes up there. Somebody help me with that part of it. Also, there is Lyme, Lyme encephalopathy, where it is connected to, uh, we have personality changes because you have swelling in the, in the brain, you have sleeplessness, mild memory issues, and cognitive impairments. So those who suffer from Lyme disease frequently experience depression and also fibromyalgia. Lyme carditis, we talked about it. And so patients with Lyme disease, it can disrupt the electrical conduction system of the heart. And it's going to have palpitations, dizziness, fainting, shortness of breath, chest discomfort and dysrhythmias, particularly the heart block kind of dysrhythmias. Oh, I love this review, Lyme disease. I don't think I've ever talked about it before, but it is good. It's, so, it's packed with so much information. So our nursing interventions are succinctly this. This is it. We instruct the patient to report any symptoms to their doctor about um, you know, Lyme disease or getting it. Okay. Advise the client to wear a long sleeve shirt and slacks spray with the right repellent and inspect their bodies after being outside, specifically in their, if they're in those areas that we talked about. Um, even if they're feeling better, we tell all patients this, go ahead and finish your entire course of antibiotics. Okay. So 10 to 14 days is a long time, but they need to finish the entire course because this is a bacterial infection. Also it's important to look at the patient's general skin feeling for sensation and awareness, 
every day as a nurse, you should be evaluating, can your patient have the same motor functions, sensory functions, because we know that this bacterial infection is, is going to in, in, in involve some CNS issues, some central nervous system issues. And avoid client to instruct the client to avoid wearing constrictive or tight-fitting clothing, accessory, or footwear. Okay. Okay, it's time for our NCLEX questions. We did the content. Now it's time to do the questions. That's always the order. Content first, like we just did, and then the questions are so much easier. If you have never heard me say this, listen to me. I'm going to come closer. Questions don't teach you. Content teaches you. Questions evaluate you. So when you're doing practice questions, it's only showing you areas of weakness, but it's not giving you a full picture of why you're actually weak in a subject. And so you've got to do the content first. You got to do the content first. Okay. And that's what we just did. So it's question time. Let me see how many likes we got. We got 212 likes. That's amazing. We need 250, 250. So if you haven't, like this video on YouTube, then your classmates are waiting for you to unlock the final question. Here's question number one. Black Friday is coming. That's question number one. You need to be ready for it. You need to be ready for it. I, I can't stress enough. I'm so excited about this. You guys, you have no idea what we have in store for you this Black Friday. It's gonna be crazy. Okay, 10 for 10, 10 for 10, November 10th, Quick facts for NCLEX will be just $10. You can get it on the website. You can get it on the website. You don't have to go searching for it. Trust me, this will not be on Amazon. It will be on remarnurse.com. We already have the 250 likes. Okay, I love it. All right. And so if you want to get in on Black Friday, the events, the products, everything about it, go to remarnurse.com. And let me tell you this, guys, there will be a class. All right, question number one is this. The nurse discusses Lyme disease in a local community health teaching. Question number one, what statement is correct about the causes of Lyme disease? Okay, here we go. Number one, it is a widespread viral infection caused by ticks. Two, it is transmitted through exposure to infected blood. Three, it is an infectious disease transmitted by infected ticks. Four, parasites carried by infected insects cause it. Here we go. Here we go. This is, and this is simply a content question just to see if you know the basics of Lyme disease. I think we're all on one accord, Remar nurses. I think we're all on one accord. Everybody, everywhere. There are over 700 of you watching this. I got Darlene from PA in the house on today. It's a pleasure to have you here. Correct answer, I think you got it. Number three, it is an infectious disease transmitted by infected ticks. Lyme disease is a bacterial infection carried by infected ticks to people. And this is, check this distractor out. I put number one as a distractor it, it said it's a widespread viral infection caused by ticks. And I just wanted somebody to fall into the trap of just seeing ticks and pick it. But you didn't because you knew it wasn't a viral infection. You knew it was a bacterial infection because we went over the content. See, 
But if you had not went over the content, I know I would have gotten somebody. I know I would have. Oh, well, let me try this one. Here we go. A nurse is caring for a client who has recently been diagnosed with Lyme disease. The client presents with characteristic erythema migraines rash, mild flu-like symptoms, and complains of joint pain. Which of the following should be the nurse's priority action? Number one, administering prescribed antibiotic therapy. Two, applying a warm compress to the rash. Three, assessing the client for signs of an allergic reaction. Or four, educating the client about Lyme disease transmission and prevention. Mm -hmm. What are we gonna do? Hmm. So I see a lot. I see we're divided on this one. We are divided. Okay. And that's good because we're just trying to evaluate if we have a good handle on the subject or if we need to review something else again. Correct answer here, 700 nurses all over the globe. Correct answer is number one. We need to administer prescribed antibiotic therapy because client has been diagnosed with Lyme disease. So if we pick number three, what are we assessing them for? Assessing this, the client for signs of an allergic reaction. No, we need to get the antibiotics on board. There is no allergic reaction. There is Lyme's disease. They told us that. Next year, NCLEX are going to be giving us the answers. They're giving us the answers. We just have to know what to do with them. We just have to know what to do with them. So reading is very, very important. It's very important. So the priority nursing action for a client with Lyme disease is to administer prescribed antibiotics, okay? And we know that that could be doxycycline or amoxicillin. Oof, these names of medications. Doxycycline or amoxicillin. And the earlier we give it, okay, earlier we give it, it's going to be better for the patient, okay? Because if we don't give it early on, then it can progress to the severe stages, what can lead to chronic joint inflammation, neurological symptoms, and heart rhythm ir irregularities. Now, I will tell you why some people probably picked number three, and it is because I use the distractor word, what? Assess. And if you are just thinking about the nursing process, then it, it makes sense to pick this because we always assess first, but you have to use what you're given. And in this situation, we're given the what? We're given the diagnosis. So we're not assessing something. We're not assessing something that's unknown. We, we can go to the next level. And this is just the difference between being um, a safe nurse in this situation, okay? Because if you delay treatment, then that puts the patient at risk for complications, okay? Love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, hmm. Which statement is correct about the treatment of Lyme disease? Which statement is correct about the treatment of Lyme disease? Number one, Lyme disease is a self-limited disease and will heal without treatment. 
Two, lifetime treatment of antibiotics is necessary to avoid complications. Three, treatment for the early stage of Lyme disease is antibiotics for 10 to 14 days. Four, treatment can be stopped if the client's condition has already improved. I love Mondays around here. We go live every Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch a next class. If you missed this class and you're just coming in, you gotta check, you gotta start from the beginning because we do so much in such a short time. Correct answer, easy one. Everybody should have picked number three because we do know now that the treatment for the early stage of Lyme disease is antibiotics for 10 to 14 days. It's a bacterial infection. We're gonna give tablets for the first stage, 10 to 14 days. Hopefully that stops the progression of further complications. That's what we want. I'm moving on. Question number four, let's see, how did I write this? Okay, a nurse is assessing a client who returned from a camping trip and reports a tick bite two weeks ago. The client is now experiencing fatigue, fever, and headache. The nurse notes a circular rash at the site of the bite. Considering the possibility of Lyme disease, which of the following actions should the nurse prioritize? Number one, advise the client to rest and increase fluid intake. Two, initiate contact precautions to prevent the spread of the disease. Three, obtain a history of recent outdoor activities and perform a full body check for ticks. Four, prepare the client for immediate lumbar puncture. Okay, I got a mix of responses here. Looks like people got it down to two, uh, two, either two or three is what people are down to, two or three. Which one say if you, which one are you gonna go with? What is the following priority? What should the nurse prioritize? Nurse is gonna prioritize number three. This is the most appropriate. We have to assess the risks and extent of tick exposure and consider early intervention strategies. So this is where assessment does have to come in. The client, we're not sure, okay? Um, it happened two weeks ago, so the nurse should prioritize obtaining a detailed history of, your, of the client's recent outdoor activities, especially in areas known for ticks. Also do a thorough full body check for any additional ticks, because those things can just be on you. And so this assessment is going to be very important to identify the likelihood of Lyme disease. So I hope you are seeing the difference in when we do need to assess and when we need to act, all right? We need to assess if there's some unknowns present because that's what you're there for. You're, you're the safety, right? And you're also the communicator. The nurse is gonna be the main communicator to the doctor. That's why nurses do the emissions. Very rarely do doctors do emissions, right? It's usually the nurse. And the nurse is taking all that information in. And so the doctor can come and look at the chart and say, oh, okay, well, you know, you went on a camping trip, but there wasn't a lot of grass. And the nurse said, you know, that you also live in a dorm and you're new to the dorm. And so maybe instead of the tick, maybe you just have meningitis because you're in a community now of new people and it's really contagious. Okay. So that's what nurses do. So everybody that picked number three, 
Good job. Good job. All right. Our bonus question was way unlocked because you guys just smashed the challenge that I gave you. I said 250 likes and you got 326. So teamwork makes the dream work. Here is the tough final question. Which of the following is accurate about the disease progress of Lyme disease? Select three that apply. Here we go, guys. <clears throat> Number one, stage one usually has more severe symptoms. Yes or no? Two, a rash is a common manifestation of Lyme disease. Three, stage three has fewer symptoms compared to other stages. Four, acrodermatitis chronica atropicans in chronic Lyme disease. Five, during the second stage, symptoms usually appear three to 10 weeks following the tick bite. Come on in, come on in and answer this challenging question. But it's not so challenging when you study the content. It's not so challenging when you know what you're talking about. So let's see how you've done. I asked for three answers. The correct choices are two, four, and five. Did you get this one? Don't we love select all that apply questions now on stuff that we study? Yes, we did it. Stage one is early. It has a limited set of symptoms. Rashes are a common symptom of Lyme disease, and it may spread to the other parts of the body. In the third stage, additional symptoms may appear in addition to those from the previous stages. You will see acrodermatitis chronica atropins is a skin condition that can be caused by the kind of Lyme disease that is spread in Europe. In second stage, symptoms usually appear three to 10 weeks following the tick bite. You guys did it. Some of you guys, for the first time in the history of all the Motivational Mondays, you got a five out of five. This is the first time for you. Congratulations. You are a safe nurse. Welcome to the club. But there is so much more to do, guys. So if you enjoyed this, uh, this is a topic that came from my full NCLEX review course. And if you enjoyed this course, guess what? There's another level inside of the V2 where I have my full course. How many of you guys have the V2? You're learning, you're loving it. Um, because you know what? At the end of the day, passing NCLEX is a milestone. It is a huge milestone, but it is a professional milestone too. And so in order to start your career, you got to start studying and you got to get your license. <sighs> Our motivation for today is essentially this. I will work on my weaknesses. And this is something that you gotta do. You gotta self-evaluate. As we just did those practice questions, what is your greatest weakness? If you had to pick one, right? Um, in, in, in the journey of passing NCLEX, would it be like your attention to de detail? Are you a reader, but like a lazy reader? Are you just reading <laughs> and missing huge things? Um, public speaking. Maybe some of you guys don't like to speak. It makes you nervous. You don't want to talk. You don't like to join study groups because you don't like speaking in public. What about this? Trouble asking for help. That's a major one. 
if you cannot admit that you have an issue learning something, I promise it's going to take you a lot learner, a lot longer to learn it. Mm. Impatience. You want to get stuff done. You want to get it done fast. You don't have time for the details. You just want the thing, right? Uh, lack of confidence. Not sure. I see somebody says, social media is my weakness. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Imposter syndrome. Ooh, that's deep. That's a different one. Um, how about that? Caring too much. All of them. Impatience. Impatience is definitely me. I resonate with that. That's kind of why I create my products the way I do. Quick facts. V2. I just like things fast. I don't want to be all day doing anything. Those are my weak areas, right? What are yours? What do you guys say? Lack of confidence, fear, impatience. Okay. Okay. So this is very important because as we're trying to, as you're trying to reach a goal, as you're trying to reach your goal of passing NCLEX, you have to be aware of your weaknesses. Because I'll tell you this, when you don't know your weaknesses, but other people do, they can take advantage of you. It happens all the time. Does anybody agree with that? When you don't know your weak areas and you're not actively working on them, they can put you in situations that you have no business being in, right? They can make you be in environments that you should not be working in. They can make people prey on you. I see it all the time in, in, um, in NCLEX with the scammers that have come in. The scammers that have come in to the NCLEX space trying to um, sell leaked questions, trying to take your NCLEX for you, trying to, oh my goodness. And the reason why it works, the reason why they continue to do it is because they are having success where people are sending them $400 for real NCLEX questions, or they are sending them $800 to take the test for them, okay? And it is a matter of these students not willing to do the work. Even, even those who pretend to be me, if you're not even willing to investigate, come to a class, learn about me, you could be fooled that somebody else is me, okay? Somebody else is me. But those of you who come to this class every Monday and Wednesday, you know my voice. You know how I talk. You know I'm not on WhatsApp, right? And so anywhere that you have a weakness, somebody is willing to take advantage of you, all right? And so figuring out our weakness, okay? Figuring out our weakness is something that we have to be uh, willing to do. Because in the life of Samson, you can read about him in Judges 13 through 16 if you want to. But I just want to tell you the story about him, okay? All right. Samson, he was born to a childless couple who received this promise from an angel that their son should be a Nazarite. They should raise him, okay? Dedicate his life to God. He was not to drink alcohol. He was not to cut his hair. He was not to come into contact with anything that was unclean. This was a man who had a purpose before he was born. He had a mission. He had, you know, he had rules to keep him in line. And sometimes in our lives, the rules that we don't want to do are actually the rules 
that protect us. And if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. We don't just give our kids rules so that we could be cruel or you know a dictator. We give them rules so that they could be safe. Anybody who loves you is going to be hard enough on you to say you have a standard. Like you're falling below the standard of who you are meant to be. People who are just like, oh, everything is good about you. You're perfect. You don't need to change anything. Just chill out. Those are typically not the people who want the best for you. The people who want the best for you are going to tell you you're a mess right now. Your life is not where it's supposed to be. You need to get focused. You're letting other people's issues create drama in your life that is not supposed to be there. Okay. So anyways, we're talking about Samson, not you and not me. This is Samson right now. And so as Samson grew, he was known for his extraordinary physical strength, okay, which was seen from as a gift from God. He performed these feats of great strength, such as tearing apart a lion with his bare hands, okay? And I think one of the best things that I love about the story of Samson is a point that people were really amazed at how strong Samson was. They could not even in their minds, they could not even understand why this man was so strong. And when we when we see Samson, it's usually like a picture of like, you know, this big muscular guy, right? But I heard a sermon where the pastor was like, no, like Samson probably just looked like you or me. Like he probably just was like a regular looking dude. He was not like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was not this huge buff guy. He probably was just a regular person. And he was doing this amazingly, like tearing lions apart. And people are like, how is, how are you doing this? You don't even look like you're in the gym, right? And so that's what makes Samson so amazing. It's just like he had this extraordinary gift and he probably just looked like everybody else. However, this was this man's weakness. He just made poor personal decisions. And these decisions, what like what usually happens when you make a bad decision and you just repeat it over and over again, then it's going to lead to your downfall. If you have something in your character that you don't correct, it will expose you, man, and it will drag you down. And so he fell in love with this woman, this Philistine woman named Delilah. And because he had a weakness for women and he did not choose good partners, she was actually somebody who was working for the enemy to his downfall. She did not, she did not like care about this man's best interests. I'm not going to even get into a bad relationship and what that can do for your life. But anyways, she conspired to discover the source of his strength. She just wanted to know what made him so strong. And so after several attempts of him lying to her and her saying, you don't love me. If you would love me, you would tell me the truth. This is just a toxic relationship in general, right? He told her. He told her his secret that, hey, if you cut my hair, I'm going to lose all my strength. And so... Delilah told her people what his strength was, and they cut his hair while this man was sleeping. And so when he got up to fight him, thinking that God was with him and he was going to have the victory, he had not known that the, the spirit of the Lord left him. 
And that's a scary situation to be in. When you think you can just keep repeating foolishness over and over again, not being sorry, not being repent, you know, uh, you know, remorseful for your actions and God leaves you. And so what happens is he lost his strength. He was captured by the Philistines and they took out his eyes. They blinded him. So not only was he weak, he was blind. Man, tough, tough, tough. All right. So at the end of the day, though, in captivity, the Lord still shows mercy, doesn't he? Doesn't the Lord still show mercy and grace to us? Because during his time of uh, actually a terrible life, you know, a terrible life of ridicule, of mock, of shame to his people, to his parents, you know, imagine going from being the greatest warrior, the strongest man of your people, having as much influence as you can have, you know, influence to do great things. Saying, look how good God is. You use your God-given abilities for the glorification of yourself. And, and then you're in ruin. You're in ruin. And so anyways, as his hair continued to grow, it grew back. I, I would like to think God's grace did too. And so um, in a dramatic turn of events, like I said, read it for yourself, but it's so good. Samson was brought to the temple to entertain the people during a festival. So they wanted to laugh at him. They wanted to, um, you know, make a joke of him that he wasn't as strong, all these things. And he prayed to God for strength for one last time. And God granted him that prayer. And he was able with his hair fully grown to push apart the, the temple pillars and collapse everybody in the temple, including himself. And so um, for everything, everything that he had gone through, it's kind of sad to see his life in that way, but it is a reminder. And this is why I love the Bible, because the Bible tells of successes and it tells of failures of real people. These are real people. But it is a reminder that if you don't work on your weaknesses, then they can get you into a lot of trouble, especially when we've been given biblical instruction to live a certain way and we choose not to do it. You know, if you choose to seek out your own wisdom, you're going to get the results of that wisdom. Okay. so after all this, I say, be wise with your decisions. Be careful who you surround yourself with. Spend time with the right people. Okay. Um, Take care of the things that God has given you. Everybody, everybody uh, has a purpose. Nobody is here by accident. Every day that you're given, I believe that you are to be doing something. Even if it's just smiling at people, you know, a, a smile can be a ministry. A hello can be a ministry. Sometimes opportunity only comes around once. Sometimes the big opportunities that you you have to be ready for, you have to be in a position for. And and it's what you do every single day that will make you prepared or unprepared. And finding out your weaknesses, but not letting them define you. Ah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I love it. I love it, guys. This is the scripture. Some of you guys like when we give scriptures, here it is. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And it is so true. Um, What we do in our own strength, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not good. You know, sometimes we can be consistent, but even 
even no matter how, how well or intelligent we think we are, only what we do for God will last. Only what we do for his kingdom is eternal. So let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in mind. All right. Now, I have to go to this because I know when you guys saw this book, you had questions about this. Okay. So let's have them. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about um, what we are going to be positioning ourselves for. I told you that Black Friday is coming. I do plan to do a whole event. Every year I do a Black Friday class. I'm really excited about it this year because I will be going over specifically things in the V2. I'll be unlocking the V2. I don't have all the details on it right now, but I do know this, that we have this one thing. Team Remar is, you know, they're, they're keeping me into the dark about it, just like you guys on a little bit. And they told me we are doing 10 for 10. All right. So November 10th, we're going to have quick facts for $10. That is number one. 10 for 10, okay? And the second thing is I am showing you the new book that I wrote. I literally just got this book uh, two days ago. I literally just got this book two days ago. So let's talk about message and pharmacology. Who needs this? This is not the book for postgraduates. So if you are not in nursing school, then Quick Facts for Nursing School is not for you. This is the book for those who are going into nursing school because MedSearch is something that is the foundation of your nursing program. This is also the book for somebody who has um, maybe like six months left in their nursing program. This would be the book for you because again, the stuff in this book is for reference. Quick Facts for NCLEX, that's the book that you have to memorize. Like that's a book that everything in there is for NCLEX. There are things in this book that won't be on the NCLEX, but they will be studied in nursing school. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So the reason why I chose to do this particular book, and oh, somebody asked this because it says, does it have a pharmacology section in it? Yes, it does. But let me tell you the difference between the pharmacology section for you in this book. So, oh, man, there are, it is details, is details. So like for Quick Facts for NCLEX, I would not put this much information in the Quick Facts for NCLEX, but because this is a med surge book, pharmacology is, it's a lot more detailed. It's a lot more detailed. The This is just the cholesterol medicine. <laughs> this is just the cholesterol medications. So if you have the quick facts for NCLEX, you know that the pharmacology section in the back is not this big. So that's why this one is for nursing school. And I chose to do this. I don't even do antiviral medications for quick facts for NCLEX, but for nursing school, you have to, you, you learn this. So the idea for this book is that if you have this from day one for nursing school, you can prep for your classes beforehand. You can prep for your classes beforehand. Otherwise, it's still the same. It's still in the same quick facts manner. Like it's still this big, but there are, there's more, um, there's just so many more subjects in this book. Okay. 
So it's more like a reference book in the quick facts fashion. This is for RN and PN, both. That's a great question. This one is for RN and for PN. I will be um, talking more about this. Which date is Black Friday? Black Friday is a Friday after NCLEX. It's the Friday after NCLEX. But if you go to remarnurse.com, I think you can sign up for the Black Friday product listing, okay? Black Friday product listing. So that will give you everything that we're launching new for Black Friday. I would not, for NCLEX prep, I don't, I wouldn't recommend this for NCLEX prep because I feel like Quick Facts for NCLEX is the book. That's that book for NCLEX. This is what it says. This is Quick Facts for nursing school. So I think it will be a great gift for people who are in nursing school for yourself, right? Um, and again, when, when people would ask me how to prepare for med surge, I would have to send them to the med surge book, which is huge. And I hated doing that because I, you know, with the med surge book, you kind of have to find what's important about the topic. This book will, I don't have the Black Friday price for this book. I don't have it just yet. All right, but on the back is $64.95. So the best time to get this will be on Black Friday. All right. And again, med surge pharmacology all in one. If you know how much a med surge and pharmacology book costs, this book will solve a lot of problems for you guys. All right. So again, sign up for the Black Friday promotions because they are going to be happening. I want you guys to attend the class with me. I know Thanksgiving is, you know, you're, you're going to eat your good food. But I promise you, if you spend that Friday with me, don't go out, focus in on getting your nursing license. You don't need that TV from Best Buy. I promise you the nursing license though will be sufficient for you. And especially if you're testing in January, December, January, this will be a great class for you. Okay. Um, ooh, do you have lectures on the different body systems? Sign up for Black Friday, please. <laughs> Sign up for Black Friday. All right. Um, it's coming, guys. It's coming. Also, I do feel like the paraphernalia for Remar, the Remar shirts, the Remar hoodies, those will be on stock. So if you wanted to get your Remar nurse hoodie, this would be a best time to do it. Um, there is not a better event that's going to happen, I think, in terms of the NCLEX review than Black Friday. It's probably going to be a three or four hour long event day. So set your calendars, set your calendars and make sure that the Friday after Thanksgiving, you know, you're spending it with Remar. Just passed my NCLEX first. Thank you, Regina. Amazing, amazing. People are asking, I want to wear mine on test day. Yes, that's perfect. I love that. Go in there. I just left the convention for uh, National Student Nurses Association. They had a convention. I'm still in California, guys. I'm still here. I'm flying to Michigan tonight. We had even nursing instructors wearing the Remar nurse shirts. And I don't even think they had, they, they had no idea who I was, but they got the blue Remar nurse shirts. And to see them walking around San Diego in this Remar shirt is so, is so amazing. You sign up for Black Friday, uh, go to remarnurse.com and there should be an event page for Black Friday. Okay. Oh, here we go. Quick facts for nursing school will presale starting this Monday for 
$25 for the quick facts for nursing school. So if you are in nursing school, like I said, this is a must. I think it's going to solve so many problems. If you have, if you're going into med surge and you don't know how you can prepare for it, if you have your syllabus, I guarantee you the things in your syllabus will be on med surge. So let me see some, for, for some example, the things that I have in the med surge that I don't have in quick facts for NCLEX. Um, well, all of it, let me see. So we do have absorption factors. Um, there are some things that are gonna be in quick facts for NCLEX, but these are things that are not. Specifically, um, Alzheimer's disease, we have all of your um, aneurysm types, anemias, anxiety disorders, autism spectrum disorder, blind and communication patients, blood pressure, bronchiolitis, bronchitis, the classification of burns, the cardiovascular system. I also tried to do systems in here for you because that is something that you're learning in med surge. I mean, there's just so much. There's just so much here. I did charts, but again, I think the pharmacology won 250 medications in the pharmacology section and 300 subject contents all together, all together. Please do more priority questions. I will definitely, some, this is, this is the, um, the nurse to pass NCLEX. They said it will help them a lot. Got it. Thank you so much. I will definitely do that. I'll put it into the Black Friday review. We'll, we'll, we'll do some prioritization questions for Black Friday. Thank you guys again so much for watching this class. I will be back on Wednesday to do my Wednesday night, winning Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a great class, another big class. Thank you. We had so many nurses come in, pop in, and just tap into Lyme disease. So at the end of the day, you have the information that you need to answer questions correctly. That's why you come to class. What else? What else? Any questions? Um, I need to talk to somebody with your B2. Okay, please DM me or you can email support at remarreview.com. Support at remarreview.com. And I want to make sure that we take care of you. Okay. All right, guys. Class has been served. Class has been served. I will see you Wednesday. I'm excited about 10 for 10. I'm excited about Quick Facts for Nursing School. I'm excited for you to be the next testimonial. Um, the holiday, the holiday season is coming and it's all about celebrating time with family and the community. And we do that better than anybody else here at Remar Nurse. Our community is amazing. And so let's just get prepared to spend more time together. We're going to ramp up our community time. Thank you, everybody. Um, Joan says, thank you, Professor Regina and Remar team and community. How can I register for Black Friday? How can I register for Fridays? Please, please go to the website. Somebody put it up for me so I can put it up. Oh, remarnurse.com. Go to remarnurse.com. Okay. All right. I can. I will. She, she closed it out for me. I love it. Yes. We said together. I can. I will. And I must. Pass NCLEX. I'm headed to Michigan, guys. I'm flying out tonight, taking a red eye. God help me. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye.